three, two, one. You ready? You're listening to the Real Pineapple Podcast Network. gentlemen theys and gays this is the real pineapple this is your humble host hunter here happy mother's day to all the uh to all the moms out there and a special mother's day of course to my lovely mom chris i love you mom i hope you're having fun in uh in vegas and to all my friends out there who are moms including my lovely partner who is the mother to our two wonderful fur baby kitties. Um, Alea, I love you. Thank you so much for being an amazing partner and amazing cat mom. I love you. Uh, yeah, so, considering it's Mother's Day, what what better time to review the new Jennifer Lopez movie, The Mother, which is directed by Nikki Caro. Nikki Caro has done quite a few things, including Zookeeper's Wife, which I really enjoyed, uh, McFarlane USA, and they went ahead and also directed the 2020 uh, Mulan live-action remake. And, of course, this film stars Jennifer Lopez, who... <sighs> okay, so I think I've talked about this before, but it's my show, so I'm going to rant about it again. Uh, first off, Jennifer Lopez should have gotten, at the very least, a Best, a Best Supporting Actress nomination for Hustlers. I think she was royally screwed out of that nomination and quite frankly a fucking win. But when you look at her filmography, whether it's Hustlers, whether it's Made in Manhattan, uh, I don't know where my I don't know where that accent came from, but whether it's Hustlers, Made in Manhattan, uh, Out of Sight, uh, Enough, which is a very underrated movie, um, by the way. Um, Jennifer Lopez has proven herself to be more than capable in the acting department. I actually think she's quite a good actress. Um, I've talked about multiple times Monster-in-Law and how much that movie fucking rules. I love Monster-in-Law. And uh, Marry Me, which came out, what, a year or two ago? Uh, oh, that was only that was only last year? Good lord, what is time? Uh, I enjoyed the hell out of Marry Me. It was like, I think I gave it like a B. But I enjoyed that. Uh, I haven't seen Shotgun Wedding. I really had no... Uh, no desire to, if I'm being honest. But I caught up a couple episodes of uh, Shades of Blue, too. And I thought Shades of Blue was pretty good. So I, I think she's been, more often than not, better than people give her credit for. And so heading into this movie, which feels like it's going for that um, Atomic Blonde, you know, John Wick realm. Uh, plot is very simple here. Uh, uh, Jennifer Lopez's character... Um, basically had gotten into some dealings with a couple assassins. She goes ahead and almost gets uh, killed to start this film and basically gives her daughter up to FBI to the FBI so that they can go ahead and put her in witness protection, put her with a new family so that she's able to be raised you know as a quote normal kid. And so she goes off the grid, but when these same people go ahead and come back looking to go ahead and draw her out, um, Lopez's character has to go ahead and come out of hiding to go ahead and protect the daughter that she's never met outside of holding her 
you know, when uh, when she was a baby. So, okay. My, I'm just going to get this out of the way. I was sitting here watching this. It's like an hour 55 minutes. Could have cut 10, 15 minutes easy out of this, to, to, to be quite frank. Here's what's frustrating to me about this movie. I really, I think by just having Jennifer Lopez's character called the mother, I think it just... I, I get they're kind of going for the Baba Yaga, you know, like she's a force and everything, but I just don't think that works here. I think this is one of those cases where you do go ahead and peel the layers of the onion back a little bit. Let us get to know Jennifer Lopez, uh, Jennifer Lopez's character independent out of just being, uh, being an assassin. Cause we don't really learn a lot about her as the movie goes on. And that was something I was like, you know, yeah, I kind of would have liked a little more meat on the bone as far as her character. In particular, when you kind of figure out, when you're told why the assassins are after her as far as what she did to get on their bad side, it's one of those things where you go, all right, if you were working with the FBI and working with law enforcement, I would have thought that these T's would have been crossed better and these I's would have been dotted better. So it does come across clunky as far as the explanation that we do get from Lopez's character. So that just didn't hit. I don't think it's well as the writers were intending. And the writers in question are Misha Green, uh, Andrea Burloff, and then Peter Craig. Uh, Misha Green, you know from writing uh, Spartacus, Spartacus Gods in the Arena. Uh, she worked on Sons of Anarchy. She worked on Heroes. Um, Underground, which is actually really good if you haven't seen Underground, uh, and uh, Lovecraft Country, so heck of a pedigree there. Uh, Peter Peter Craig was the one that I was flabbergasted by because Peter Craig, he worked on Top Gun Maverick, The Batman, Bad Boys for Life, uh, The Town, Mockingjay Part 1 and 2, just to name a few, and then Andrea Burloff, she was a writer on a Straight Outta Compton and a Sleepless with Jamie Foxx. Uh, prayers up for Jamie Foxx, by the way. So I was sitting there going, okay, uh, I was sitting there going, okay, this isn't like this is a bunch of incompetent writers. So what happened? I just, <laughs> I was so confused as I was watching this because with this pedigree, I would expect something better. And look, I, I know I ranted about about ghosted i stand by everything i said about ghosted by the way but my biggest gripe about this is man i was expecting more for the people involved i was really just expecting more there's the initial scene where um where zoe who's played by loby uh pates uh, pates is what i'm gonna go with uh she's one who plays uh lopez's daughter zoe in the movie and she doesn't have a ton of uh, filmography here. She uh, she had an uncredited uh, credit in uh, Barb and Sargo to Vista's Del Mar, which if you have not seen that, you need to. And she was in The Exorcism of uh, Carmen uh, Farias. But I got to give this kid credit. I thought Zoe did uh, was really cool. Uh, I, I think Lucy uh, Pates does a good job with her. And the scenes that we do get with her and Lopez... I do think are engaging and she really captures the spirit of someone who just doesn't know what's going on but at the same time she's a teenager so she's much smarter 
than most of the people around her are giving her credit for, including uh, Lopez's character herself. Um, my there's a cool montage that we get between the mother and Zoe, where she's you know explaining to her that you need to know how to keep yourself safe, you need to know how to survive no matter where you are, and all that stuff does I think work pretty damn well. Um, there's just there is this point for me where Zoe witnesses something pretty terrible happen right in front of her. And Zoe is, you know, kind of prodding, kind of poking around as far as her mom and being like, you know, are you my mom? Why did this happen? Why did this happen? And the mother just keeps giving her these, the, the classic cliche, oh, you're a kid, you know, you don't need to know how these things in the world work. And I'm sitting here going, you're having her hiding out in a cabin because assassins are after you. I think the bloom's off the rose a little bit. I think you need to trust this kid a little bit. And it's it's very much a trope, but it is one of those things that I was sitting there going, I really do hate that you're undermining this, this kid, given the circumstances that she's in, through no fault of her own, by the way. Um, I, I haven't really talked about it too much because I've been kind of saving this, but uh, Nikki Caro, like I said, I, I think she's done a, a, a did a good job with uh, McFarlane USA and with Zookeeper's Wife, but goddamn, the action scenes in here for the most part are not well filmed. There is this chase scene between the mother, this other character. Um, whose name I do not have. Um, but there's this chasing between her and this guy named Tarantula, who's one of the uh, one of the villain's henchmen. And they have this, you know, this uh, foot chase, uh, foot race in Cuba, um, where she's pursuing him. And the amount of quick cuts in that fucking scene, I probably counted at least 20. And that's what's so frustrating about the action in this is that there are so many quick cuts at points that you can't really absorb what you're watching because it's or it's cutting to the next thing. And it's really, quite frankly, kind of sensory overload in that sense, too. But also, you're just not able to let things breathe because it's so aggressive and there's so much going on that you're like, oh, wait, what was that? Oh, wait, what was that? And it's just it that was driving me mad the more I was watching it. It was really quite frustrating. Um, I was happy he was in here just because I'm a fan. I'm a fan of his. You, you uh, uh, Omari Hardwick, you know him from Army of the Dead, uh, one of the few good things about that movie. You most likely know him as uh, as uh, James Ghost from Power. But he's such a he's such a great actor. I'm always excited when I get to uh, get to see him. And He's really good in this. Uh, him and uh, Jennifer Lopez have some really great chemistry. He has some great chemistry with Lucy uh, Pates. I really liked him in this. I, I was really happy to see him add his uh, natural charisma and charm to this movie. But yeah, the action, the action stuff where this movie really should excel. There are points where it does work. There's the the uh, initial kidnapping scene of Zoe. That scene in particular, that's probably the best shot action scene in the film. And even that gets a little quick cutty, but for, for the most part, you're able to absorb everything and it feels like everything has weight to it, unlike that chase scene. 
there is also a scene, an interrogation scene that I went, oh man, that's fucked. That's fucked up. And where that scene actually ends up is something I went, oh, I love that. Okay. And of course we do get a final, you know, hand to hand combat scene, which for the most part is filmed pretty well, but also does get a little, uh, cut happy at points so I, I i was never mad watching this movie i was just kind of sitting there going i want a little more and, and, and that that's the best way i can put it that this this feels like how would i put this this feels like when you get an appetizer or something off doordash and you're expecting more food than you get as far as a portion and you get Maybe a decent sized portion, maybe like 70% of what you're expecting. You're like, you know, that's good, or this is fine, but I was expecting more. That's how I felt watching this movie. I, again, I was never mad, I was never, you know, pissed off, but it is frustrating because I do think uh, a rewrite of this, maybe two of them, to be honest, and punching this up a little bit, I think this could have really been. Not just a good movie, but a great movie. Because the elements are here. And credit to Jennifer Lopez. Uh, I believe she's a producer on this as well. She clearly wanted this to work. She's clearly willing to put in the work as far as doing the stunts. I mean, it seems like she did a decent amount of her her own stunts. At least from what I could tell before everything started being cut to shit. But, yeah, I, I just... I was frustrated because of just some things that I, I really thought could have been improved. But at the end of the day, it's on streaming. It's on Netflix. You can just, you know, watch it, stream it. This is this is pushing two hours. So, again, I, I just, there's no reason for this shit to be two hours. This could have been an hour 40, hour 45 on the high end, and you would have been fine. So, uh, I'm going to give this a C. I think it's I think it's average. There there's some good stuff in it, but I really just can't tell y'all. You know, two hours of your day, put it on. You know, it, it it's fine. You'll probably end up watching it randomly and go, eh, whatever. But that's pretty much where I fall on this. Not not really a reason to seek it out. But if you want something, this you know, this is this could be a very easy watch for a Sunday afternoon. You're just like, you know, I'm going to just throw this on, maybe take a nap, you know, maybe finish it when I wake up. That kind of movie. So, yeah, a C for me. Uh, yeah, C. But everyone, The Mother, have you seen it? What did you think of it? Let us know in the comments. Uh, you can follow yours truly on the Twitter at jhunterrealpineapple. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe wherever you listen to the podcast. You can listen to it on uh, SoundCloud, Apple Google Podcasts, Podbean, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Amazon Music, TuneUp, and Samsung Podcasts, to name a few at The Real Pineapple. Don't forget to follow me on the Twitter and Instagram at jhunterrealpineapple. Don't forget to like both our pages on Facebook at the Real Pineapple. Again, that's R E E L Pineapple and Real Pineapple Games. You can follow us on YouTube. Don't forget to subscribe there. You can find us at The Real Pineapple. And oh gosh, what else? You can follow me on Letterboxd at Black Shazam. And you can follow me on TikTok at Black Shazam775. Uh, thank you so much for listening, everyone. We're going to have reviews coming up this week for. Uh, several things, including uh, Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift. I have not watched that in years. I 
re- keep remembering that I fucking hated it, but I'm going to give it a chance and see if I like it or not. I'm very intrigued to see what I think of it. But while I reviews up for that this week, as well as Fast 10, I'm excited to review Fast 10. I'm seeing you on Saturday with uh, some friends, a.k.a. my family. And we'll have a review up this week as well for Crater, uh, which is new Disney uh, Disney uh, Plus uh, film. And, oh gosh, what else? Oh yeah, and we'll have a review up this weekend for White Man Can't Jump, the remake. Uh, I might review the original. I haven't decided yet, but We'll definitely have a review up for the uh, for the remake coming up as well. Oh, and you can follow me lastly at Linktree at L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash J Hunter Real Pineapple. You can find all of our socials and everything there. But everyone, thank you so much for listening. Stay safe out there. Take care of each other. Again, happy Mother's Day to everyone out there listening. And we'll talk to you soon.